0: Yo, for show, back with another episode. Talking to myself, very well. I was looking to upload the last episode I just did, but it was taking a while for it to upload or whatever. But it, you know, it's up, it's good, everything. I was really happy about that uh, recording, just talking about NBA free agency, my reaction to the KD uh, trade, and what I expect from to come out of that. And I'm recording this one, just you know a quick update of my feelings of what's going on in, in the NBA right now. And to be honest, we just heard news about how Boston has been talking to the Brooklyn Nets about a possible uh, trade, and that trade is involving Jalen Brown. And a certain parts of me that definitely understands why Brooklyn would be interested in Jalen Brown. What, what team, okay, Toronto won't give up Scotty Barnes. They will not give up Scotty Barnes. Hold up. Before I even do this, I always forget to do the intro. I'm just so, you know, into it. I'm not a professional podcaster, you know, yet, you know. I gotta get my license or whatever. But in order to get that license I have to introduce myself. This is Jalen, it's your boy Jay. Um, talking to myself very well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Anybody that possibly give this a listen for even a few minutes out their day. I appreciate you. I always say it could be anywhere in the world, but you here with me and I appreciate that. So, uh, going back to the uh, news in the NBA, um, I definitely understand it. Like, Jalen Brown is the best player that Brooklyn could possibly get. Like, what player? I mean, Toronto is not giving up Scotty Lawrence, which I understand. And you're not interested in just Pascal and Oji Adonobi. I understand that. This is Kevin Durant. Four years left on his deal. You're giving up. Do you have Miami who, even if they wanted to trade Bam, they couldn't trade Bam because it's the the rookie max extension rule, so they can't trade for Bam. Miami isn't trading Jimmy, which... I do have reasons to say, man, maybe Miami should actually trade Jimmy for, for KD. I know Jimmy is a leader. He just had a better playoff performance than KD did. You know, like, Jimmy played better against Boston than KD did, for sure. But we all know Jimmy is not KD still. So that's kind of the reason why I would, just me personally, if I was the GM of Miami, I would think about it. But KD is older than Jimmy. Uh, KD does have a history of wanting, you know, not finishing a deal. Like, KD could... Go to Miami and ask out after a season or two. Like, you, you don't trust them. But just for those couple of seasons that you going to have KD, don't you have a better chance with them on, on your squad? You know, but to the point, though, it won't happen because even if they was willing to trade Jimmy, which they won't, and I understand why. Jimmy's a dog. Jimmy's a leader. One of my favorite players to watch, especially in the playoffs. But you have to give up Jimmy and I don't know who else. I mean, Jimmy, Tyler Hero, Picks, like, you have to give up a lot still, even if you included your best player, Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler's a little bit older, so I don't know if Brooklyn would really want Jimmy. Seem like they want a young star player. Um, But anyways, so Phoenix is out the door. Golden State never seemed like a legit thing, no matter what reports you heard of. Steph hasn't said don't trade for KD, so it's possible. I You could tell Golden State wasn't interested in KD. KD's not interested in going to Golden State. Part of the reason KD's asking for this trade request is to prove he can win without the Golden State Warriors. I think the Warriors won in that championship. I do think he has legit issues with that front office in Brooklyn. Whatever those issues are, they are there. But... Golden State winning that championship for sure had an impact on why Katie requested a trade. He's going to say different, of course, but I don't believe it. Katie, that Steph Curry and the Warriors beating the Boston Celtics, the team that just swept them, he just crumbled against in the playoffs, definitely affected because he knew the narrative was going to be more, even more, where the Warriors ain't need you. They just won after you left. You know, like finally Steph, Clay, Draymond play together in the playoffs. Their their first time playing together in the playoffs since you left, they win the championship. And they beat the team that beat you. That, That that swept you. That definitely had an impact on why Katie is uh why Katie requested a trade. And it is what it is. I'm not, you know, mad at Katie for doing that, you know. Some guys value The basketball legacy talk. KD definitely, whether he wants to admit it or not, he values that. And I can't say that he's wrong for that. You know, some players are going to value just money. Some people are going to just value championships, whatever way they can get them. Some people value the basketball narrative and who's the best player in the world. And is you a top 10 player all time or can you win without, you know, Kobe, for example, he... A big part of why Shaq and Kobe split was because Kobe, he said it multiple times. He wanted to prove that he could win without Shaq. So I can't kill KD for wanting the same thing, you know. Um, but back to the point, it just never seemed like going to stay and KD was a legit thing that, that was going to happen. So Janna Brown is the best player right now I could imagine them getting in a KD trade. Even during the season, I just don't see none of the possible teams giving up somebody better than Janna Brown. So if you're Brooklyn, I'm definitely interested in that, but I probably want Marcus Smart. I want Robert Williams as well. You know, if I'm Boston, the most I'll give you is Jalen Brown. You can have Marcus Smart and some picks. Or Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, maybe like a Derrick Wright. And, you know, picks, of course, because every trade has to, you know, have some type of draft, you know, compensation involved in it. But that's the most I'm giving you. You're not getting Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Robert I want to keep Robert Williams if I'm the Celtics. That's basically what I'm saying. You know, or I don't know if you do Jalen Brown, Robert Williams, and then picks. Nah. Because Robert Williams is very valuable to that team and what they do defensively. You can't let that go. Already by letting go Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, you're giving up defense, you're giving up toughness, you're giving up chemistry, leadership. You're giving up a lot of important things that doesn't all show on the stat, you know, on the box score. You know, and... Robert Williams, he can help uh fix, you know, some of those defensive issues and stuff, you know. Um, but who knows, you know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows what actually is going to happen. Because with this, you know, these kind of moves or whatever, like you ask me, I still feel like Katie's gonna be in Brooklyn when the season starts, just because I don't think Boston's gonna be willing to give up like a Marcus Smart and that could really be the hold up of why why we don't see that KD move happens. Boston, though, you do kind of have to feel the pressure of you have Jalen Brown in trade talks again, and that has to frustrate him. And he only has a couple of years left on his deal. So you have to be more and more confident that he's probably going to leave in a couple. Now, it it is a couple of more seasons, though, like he's there for a couple of more years so he can be upset all he wants. He's going to be out there if you don't trade him. He's going to have to play this season. You know, so and in general, I'm just give me the feel that he'll be like Ben Simmons. He's just fake it. You know, I, I don't say fake an injury, but, you know, purposely not play. He's not that kind of player. You know, same way Brooklyn doesn't have to feel the pressure that K- to destroy KD because KD, like Jaden Brown, he's not going to just sit out games just to sit out games. He's not. That's just bad. And KD loves hoopin' so much. He's not going to do that. He's going to go out there. He's going to put up his 30 points per game. He's going to be efficient from the field. He's going to be one of the best players in the world, whether he's in Brooklyn or not. You know, even if he doesn't want to be there, he's going to do that. One thing I also want to touch on again it's gonna be a, a very short podcast, but I just wanted to uh touch on Kyrie intending to stay in Brooklyn, which is very uh interesting to me because um it wasn't shocking that he wanted to stay there like Kyrie even though he had that thing before he uh signed his uh signed the you know the uh the last year on his deal basically to uh stay in Brooklyn before he opted in. Um, he, he had that wish list of teams and the Lakers was one of those teams. And I don't believe, but I never really like once he opted in back in the Brooklyn, I never believed that Kyrie was just asking out of Brooklyn. Once he opted in, I felt like Kyrie was having that wish list to try to like, you know, try to get any type of leverage he could possibly get money wise. You know what I mean? That's what I felt like Kyrie was doing. I don't think he really preferred to play for the Lakers than the Brooklyn Nets next season whether that involved KD or not. I just felt like Kyrie, for whatever reason, wants to play out next season in Brooklyn, which is obvious reasons, you know. He's kind of from that Brooklyn, New York area, you know, from Jersey. He grew up rooting for the net still. He has that emotional attachment. I don't think he really wants to run it back during the LeBron thing. I don't think he will hate it, but I don't know if he really wants to do that, you know, and I don't know. The Lakers just don't seem really that attractive for probably guys right now because the front office is a mess. The team last year didn't even make the play in. And you know, obviously, that would look different if Anthony Davis was healthy, but he wasn't healthy. Can you trust that he's going to be healthy? So I just don't know if the Lakers are that attractive to these guys right now. And I think Kyrie just really wants to prove people wrong. Watch, Kyrie's going to play obviously barring injury, but. If Kyrie's healthy enough, watch, he's gonna play the majority of next season next regular season. He's gonna be amazing on the court, gonna average twenty five plus. He's gonna be efficient from the field, like always, like a great offensive player he is. And he's gonna actually get paid a pretty, pretty good contract. I don't know if it's gonna be like a max contract, but if Kyrie's a free agent after next season, have to imagine somebody, one of the thirty teams is gonna give him a max offer. Probably Brooklyn, who knows, you know what I mean? That's the funny part about this whole thing. But I just find it interesting, but I think Kyrie's making the right move. No matter what, because I know you want to win, you know, and if KD gets traded, obviously Brooklyn isn't a contender in the Eastern Conference, but Kyrie doesn't really have that much pressure to win a championship. We just want Kyrie to play on the court. You know, if he's in the playoffs, for him to perform well in the playoffs. But he doesn't have to be amazing guy like in the playoffs. He doesn't have to go on on some deep playoff run. We pretty much should know what Kyrie is. He's an amazing offensive talent, and that's pretty much what it is. He's not the leader of your team. He's not the guy that's going to be the best player on your team and going to get you deep in the playoffs. He's not that kind of player. He's just a scoring machine. He's a guy that can just put the ball in the rim. That's what Kyrie does at a high level. But asking leadership, asking for him to carry you, asking for him to play eighty eighty games in the regular whatever, like, it's just a lot of things what Kyrie uses shouldn't actually expect from him. And um I will say that I'm happy about what Kyrie's doing when he decided to, you know, say that he's, you know, locked in Brooklyn. Um and I found it uh, very interesting that I just saw a report today. I don't know if it was legit. But a report about how KD and Kyrie was working on in LA, which is kinda interesting to me because I just kinda just assume that K D might have not been cool with Kyrie. I know people have been saying some of KD reason why he doesn't want to stay in Brooklyn because they didn't lock up Kyrie. Like, I resigned for four years, y'all should resign Kyrie for four years. Why y'all making him like KD probably sees the whole not giving Kyrie a max extension as Brooklyn isn't doing the right thing the majority of people like me feel like Brooklyn is right to not give Kyrie a max extension right now because of the injuries, because of his lack of wanting to play, how unpredictable he is. You just don't really know Kyrie, you know, headspace. And KD might see it differently. Like I resigned here for four years because I thought Kyrie would get his opportunity to stay here for another four years. I'm not going to resign him. Well, I'm out of here. And you know, it is what it is. I, th- I think that's a bad way of looking at it, but I think it is what it is. Also, if KD's gone, still have Ben Simmons. Ben-, ben Simmons is a all-star, legit all-star player in the East or Western Conference. In the regular season. Now, in the playoffs, that's a whole other story. He still needs to get a lot of his offensive game put together. Still needs to, you know, I think in the playoffs have better IQ, how to control the game and stuff. But in the regular season, he's a very, very, very good player. Like, very good. So, and he better be out there for opening, you know, day. Unless he, you know, obviously legit too injured to play. But if he's healthy enough, there's no excuse. You young, you in your mid-20s come on, dog. You You, you messed up. You messed all of last season. All of last season. You, get back on the court, bro. Get back on the court. We haven't seen you since the summer of 2000. What was that? 21? Yeah. But yeah, anyways. um, I also wanted to touch real quick on the Donovan Mitchell stuff. And it's the whole thing of him going to the Knicks. And I understand, like, a part of me doesn't like this move for the New York Knicks, but a part of me do like it because a part of me is just like, okay, like get him because today's NBA, you're always going to have to pay guys a little bit more than what they, you know might be worth a lot of guys are getting paid what they're worth, but a lot of guys are kinda getting a little overpaid, but that's just the nature of the NBA. Same way quarterbacks some you know, sometimes get overpaid. Like I remember when Stafford years ago got that first big big contract from the from the Lions, he was like the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Was Stafford the number one best quarterback in the league? No. But based off he was a franchise quarterback for the Lions. You have to pay fran- like No matter what, if you're a franchise quarterback, you're going to get paid huge money. does not necessarily mean that you're the best quarterback, that you're a top five quarterback. No, but if you're a franchise quarterback, that's what you're going to get paid. That's all you need to show is that I'm a franchise guy for the future. Same way in the NBA. And with Donovan Mitchell, I'll happily overpay him if I'm the Knicks. He's a box office. He's a legit he he's legit one of the best two guards in the NBA. He can pass a little bit. He can you know shoot. I'm I'm not as high on Donovan Mitchell as I was once before because I, I just don't really see him growing at the you know as a player the way that he he could have after his rookie season. I just don't see him. Not saying he didn't grow as a player obviously, but I'm saying like I obviously Donovan Mitchell will ever be in a top ten player or close to a top ten player. I think he'll always be. And that 15 to 20 range, that 20 to, you know what I mean? Like a very, very good player, but not a top 10, not close to top 10 type of player. And, but if you're in New York, you can definitely make the playoffs run on for sure. You could definitely possibly win a playoff series with them, depending on how good you can fill out the rest of the roster for sure. Depending on what he does and Jalen Brunson, you could possibly attract another free agent like the, thing with the Knicks and they have a problem that my Detroit Pistons have where they have a history of they haven't uh, drafted well which is part of the reason they've been in purgatory for years my Pistons have not drafted a superstar since Isaiah Thomas Grant Hill like the New York Knicks haven't drafted a superstar since damn near what what is it Patrick Ewing like they haven't drafted a superstar you you had Carmelo he was a, a, a you know elite superstar player when you got him but you traded for him and you have to trade a lot of good pieces just to get him of course like that's the issue with the Knicks you have R.J. Berry which seems to be a very good draft pick at the time who else was going to draft number three outside of you know R.J. and he turned out to be a uh, very good player right now but is he a star I don't think I don't think R.J. is a star player I think if they gave him a better roster he could be better than what he's been but I don't see him as a star player, as a as a perennial all-star. He's not that kind of player. He's a guy that could get you 20 a night, close to 20 a night, you know. But I don't see him as a star player, like a legit all-star star player like Donovan Mitchell is. Donovan Mitchell isn't a superstar, but he's a legit all-star. I don't think RJ will ever get to that level. And... You know, it's just hard for them to really draft guys and develop them. Even if you don't draft a superstar, they just develop guys into legit good players that's going to want to stay with you. You draft the Przingis, he was looking like he was going to be a star player in the league, but then injuries happen, which is unfortunate. And he also wanted out, which is kind of the Knicks' fault. So I just don't really know, like... I just don't really know, but a part of me doesn't like it. So, like Knicks fans are arguing back and forth, but I understand both sides because it's Donovan Mitchell. Would he gonna push you anywhere over the top? And what if he doesn't attract no? Free, you know, he isn't a superstar. Like, what if he doesn't attract another free agent? Now you just have Donovan Mitchell on your roster, which is cool because he, like I said, just Donovan Mitchell and some guys. You know, in a okay roster could possibly make the playoffs like in the Eastern Conference. But if you're the Knicks, aren't you tired of just barely making the playoffs or barely not making the playoffs? Like, what do you want more than that? So I just don't know. My in my in opinion would be I would just like to see the Knicks to make the deal, you know. I think it'd just be more interesting for the NBA and everything. I think Donovan Mitchell will be in, you know, very entertaining in, in the garden every night. Um and and the Knicks probably will make the playoffs next season with Julius Randle, Donovan Minshew, R.J. The roster isn't horrible, but it's just not good. You know, a good team, straight up. Um, one more thing I quickly wanted to touch on was the Mount Rushmore thing, the 2010s hip hop Mount Rushmore, and it was a a graphic that had Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Nicki, and uh, J. Cole, and my you know to me. If I had to do my 2010s, Mount Rushmore, I think that would pretty much be the Mount Rushmore. Like, I think you could probably take Nicki off based off, like, but it's just too much, like, opinionated. Like, what Nicki did, impact wise, was just too strong. That's basically what I'm talking about with Mount Rushmore. If I just did my favorite artist that I listen to the most, I mean, obviously, the Mount Rushmore wouldn't be what most people would have but if i'm doing based off impact which i am a huge fan i'm a big fan of drake i'm a big fan of kendrick and cole so um nikki i don't really listen to her music i'm not really that big of a fan but i think she deserved to be on there and then you know of course people are going to say oh j cole get off the list but just saying 2015 last decade future wasn't performing on tour his own tour madison square garden Cole, on his own tour, was performing at Madison Square Garden in 2015. That's seven years ago. That's how impactful, and how, like, people got to stop just arguing impact and using that against Cole, because I don't think they really understand. Like, I saw somebody tweet about, I don't see nobody bumping his music or whatever. Yeah, that's you. You don't represent the world, bro. Like, I'm going to continue to just, like, think about, And I've been saying it for years before Tyler, the creator said it. But when Tyler, the creator in the interview talked about how people act as if people don't know. People like always be like, who listens to Tyler, the creator? He was talking about and he was he was saying, like, do you know the world is bigger than your city? Do you know the world is bigger than this small bubble that you live in, this small circle that you're in? Like, just because you don't know people that bump his music don't mean there ain't millions of people. You living in Ohio talking about who listens to Tyler the Creator? Go to California; you can find a lot of people that listen to his music. Go on YouTube and look at his concerts. Clearly, it's millions of people that love his guy music. Look at the numbers that he puts up. Like you know how you know how ignorant you sound saying people that listen to J Cole must just be a Twitter thing. What? He's been on multiple arena tours for years now. If that's not enough, look at his numbers of how much he sells compared to other rappers. He sells more than 99% of other rappers. 99% of of the rest of the rap game Cole sells more than. How are you going to like, even if nobody in your world ever listens to his music, how can you ever type your fingers on Twitter and say who listens to his music? Like what? How out of touch are you? Or how like... People gotta just stop being so caught up in that world. That's like me being like, Man, I don't know nobody that bumps Tyler, uh, uh, uh Travis Scott music. Who bumps Travis Scott music? That must just be a Twitter thing. Like what? You know how ignorant you know I I would sound saying that? As if Astro World wasn't a huge album, as if Travis Scott hasn't gone on huge tours, his concerts don't be huge, filled with I mean, his tours be huge, filled with so many thousands of people. You know how dumb I would sound saying that, though? Because in my world, in my city, in my circle, niggas ain't bumping his music. Like, what? Like, people have to really stop that. And That's mostly what I wanted to bring up, this My Rushmore thing. Just to say, like, people have to really get out of that bubble, man. They really have to get out of that bubble. I swear. I saw... Uh, one thing on, on Twitter there was this guy walking up to this homeless man who like bullied him in high school and he was just talking shit about him like I'm you know what happened to you like you you know you you, you uh you drugged out remember you used to pick on me and people was you know asking about like do you carry a grudge like this and everybody you know the the general opinion was like man, he's wrong for that, something is wrong with him, he's miserable, karma's going to get him, like, how you going to pick on a a homeless man and stuff, and my opinion might be unpopular when I say this, but I'm kind of in between, like, I get why people are, are calling dude out for, like, having his phone out, recording this homeless man, struggling, clowning him, humiliating him, but a part of me are, like, Y'all don't know what happened in high school. Y'all don't know what that dude did to him in high school. We don't know, like, so y'all just don't think there's anything somebody could do to you in high school that make you want to, you know, get your phone out and record them years later, homeless. People could do some really messed up stuff for you to carry a a a, a big grudge. Like, who knows what he did in high school? If he, you know... Used to beat him up every day and like bully, you know, beat on him every day and steal his stuff and call him all type of fucked up shit. Yeah, I can understand him years later seeing, seeing that guy homeless and having his phone out, clowning him. Like if you beat somebody up, if I'm in high school and I beat somebody up every day, beating him up bad, stealing from him, humiliating him, clowning him for years in high school, if years later I become homeless... If that kid that grows up wants to get his phone out and clown me for being homeless, clown me for being broke, how can you really be that mad about it? Like people are talking about karma. It's funny. Everybody talked about that dude karma that was recording that homeless man that he used to go to high school with. But nobody talked about the homeless man karma. Do we know? Like like you know what I mean? That was the funny part about it. Like nobody talked about uh that homeless man might be homeless because that was his karma for picking on dude in high school. Yeah, dude is recording him. He's being an asshole to him. You Remember you used to bully me out of high school? Look at you, you dickhead, blah, 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 blah. Like calling him all types of names. True. But nobody brought up the fact that that could be that homeless man karma. Nobody brought that up. I just find that so funny to me. But I do understand the opinion that people are saying of how miserable dude is like me me personally you really really have to do some really terrible stuff for me you know for me to carry that kind of grudge like you really have to be a different type of evil person in high school for me to see that you're homeless and be happy that you're homeless and 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 not that but beat to record it because i ain't gonna lie there's some people that i ain't messing with in high school that I see that I got more money than them, and I laugh about it, you know what I mean, and I laugh about it, I don't record them, I don't, you know, publicly talk about them ever, but I just see them, and I laugh, you know what I mean, and I think that's cool, like, just see that person and laugh at them, like, I remember you used to clown me, now look at you, and then just keep it moving, don't, you know, like, you know what I mean, I ain't about to walk up to him and just shit on him or get my phone out and record them. So I do agree with the popular opinion that that dude that recorded that video was kind of most likely he was doing too much because I don't you know, I mean, but I'm just saying most likely, though, it's not 100 percent he's wrong. Because like I said, man, who knows what that homeless dude was doing to him in high school? We don't know what he was doing to him in high school that has him so happy that he's homeless. It has him so happy that he's broke, looking like he's begging for food. Like, who knows exactly what that dude was doing to him in high school? Bad energy is bad energy. And having that kind of energy for anybody could be bad for you in the future in your life. But who knows, man? Who knows? So... That's just my opinion of things. Um, I have to say, this summer has been asked, by the way, before I close out this podcast, like, it don't seem like nobody really outside, nobody really recording themselves having fun. Like, like last summer, people was outside partying, recording themselves. I ain't gonna lie. I have been more inside myself. But I just feel like this summer, like, and I'm not one of those people that talk about 2016, because 2016, I'm different from most people. That year was not... It wasn't a bad year for me, but it wasn't like this amazing, godly year in my life, like, at you know, at all. 2017 was better than 2018. I mean, t- 2017 was probably better than 2016 for me. So I'm not one of those people that just go on Twitter and say that. But this summer really has been kind of trash. Like, gas prices are up. Maybe that's what it is. Food costs them more. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But it seems like the energy is everybody's been working, everybody's just been trying to, you know, you know, uh, pay their bills and stay above float, you know, because, you know, it's like, you know, a crisis right now in terms of money, and, you know, the money in this country always seems to not be good, but it just really seems like people are really just focused on getting that money, I ain't mad at it, you know, I am myself, but it seems like the, the, the fun energy is just not really there, I kind of blame it on music, too like, summer music this year has been trash. what, what rap songs, what R&B songs have there been for summertime this year, what songs, we haven't really got no great summer songs this year, like, what, what song of the summer do we got, what songs of the summer do we got, back then, I'm not trying to sound like some old person, but even, even, even 10 years ago, even, even 7 years ago, we used to get songs of the summer, we don't even have songs of the summer right now, like, you know, Drake album was dope, in my opinion, but none of them songs, well, I say, are the song of the summer. You know, Beyonce posted a job, but who knows if any of them songs going to be the song or the song? Like, what? I don't know, man, but this summer has really been kind of trash, bro. Been kind of trash, you know, low, low key. But we still have August left. July went by quick as fuck. No month in my life has gone by as quick as this month. It's already July, what, 26th, 25th? like man i just I, I remember it was july 3rd and it was my sister's birthday it's already almost august bro like this summer has been going by fast man this this whole year has been going by pretty fast like slow down like i'm not trying to have another birthday already like but yeah man um again talk some basketball talk some hip hop a little bit uh you know, for sure, some you know Twitter topics, some life topics, a little bit. I just wanted to do a a quick pod, especially because the last one, my fault, that was on my end. That that last episode wasn't uploaded quicker, but this one will be uploaded very quickly after being recorded. Um, thank you for listening. Hopefully, we could probably have some big NBA news. Maybe Donovan Mitchell traded or KD traded next time I'm recording next episode. So again, new J-N-U-J-A-Y-Y-Y. That's three Y's on that. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. We out.